Welcome to Boiling Point at Eastside FM. Renewable energy is what is what can make a huge difference in today's changing climate. Moving from environmentally damaging energy sources to ones that use the environment for more sustainable energy sources is key. But how do we do this? Welcome to Boiling Point. Today, your hosts are Sean and Anastasia, and we are chatting to Akasha Kalim, a PhD student at UNSW who studies photovoltaic and renewable energy engineering. Don't worry, we will get to what in the world that word means. Akasha works uh, centers around finding out which materials are best suited for solar energy panels. Welcome to the show, Akasha. Hello, Anastasia. Great. Okay, so first of all, what in the world does photovoltaic mean? And am I even saying it right? Oh, okay. So, yeah, you are saying it absolutely yes. right. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so just in simple terms, let's say it's, they are solar panels. Oh, that, that that's what that means. Yeah, yeah, photo means light and voltaic means electricity. So. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm glad that we've like just commonly used the word solar panels because oh, yeah. everybody being like, take your photovoltaic. Like, see, I can't even say it. <laughs> Maybe there could, uh, some other meanings, which might be, I don't know, but my expertise are in solar panels. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 I see. You know, scientists, we always like to use big words. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So you're a um, PhD student at UNSW, right? You're an international student, is that correct? Oh, yeah. Excellent. So what was it that made you want to come to uh, Australia? Uh, it's the it's my passion for engineering. Yeah. That I always wanted to do a PhD. And I come from an engineering background, so I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. Excellent. <laughs> and what did you do before? Was it also like solar energy sort of engineering? So my undergrad was in electrical power engineering. Mm -hmm. So where I started, how, this, uh, how the conduction of electricity, production, generation, and distribution all the way mm -hmm. it works. So that was quite a long four years journey. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so what was it about solar energy? Do you just really like tanning? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so so we um, as solar scientists, we are always looking for a constant source of fuel. Mm -hmm. And when I was uh, doing my undergrad degree, I would always see my teachers, you know, emphasizing on you must have a constant source of fuel to mm -hmm. keep your electronics, appliances, all of those things running. So, mm -hmm. what's a other thing better than sun itself that's very true right the yeah. sun i mean hopefully is going to be around for a few more million if not billion oh, yeah. years yeah. <laughs> right and yeah. yeah it's a constant source yeah. all right so can you tell me a little bit more about what you do for your phd what is it that you study mm. specifically yeah so uh, just to be clear i don't make panels or devices mm -hmm. okay uh, yes yes <laughs> so what i do is that i uh, work on some materials which are not in the market at the moment, mm -hmm. but we are trying very hard to kind of make them into the market, introduce them into the market, mm -hmm. so that um, uh, because they we think they are highly efficient. Right. Yeah. So what's um, what do you mean when you say efficient versus inefficient solar panels? Okay. So uh, currently in the market there are uh, mostly. Um, 
like silicon. silicon. Yeah. Silicon, oh, right? yeah, silicon. Yeah, silicon. Sorry, I was lithium yeah. was in my mind. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, silicon is um, widely available in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, was it the very first material to yeah. be used? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's like the second most abundant element in Earth. Oh, yeah. Is so that mined from sand? Is yeah, that where that's it comes right. from. Yeah. So, it's oh, based I... on sil- ah, silicon dioxide. Yeah. 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 So, we can extract silicon out of it and then okay. we make wafers and then so on further panels. And okay, stupid question. Yeah. Is that the same material that they use in like plastic surgery? Because oh, that's silicon. silicon. I thought you made glass. Oh. And I was like, oh, it's related to glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My question is stupider. <laughs> no, it's actually a very good question. I think, yeah, silicon. They use silicon. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought about it. It's, it's very malleable <laughs> then, hey? Like very, but like movable and maneuverable. Oh, it depends. I'm just, how... again, I'm thinking of boobies now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure solar panels are rigid. So yeah. must do something to it. You wouldn't want some rigid boobies. Um, yeah. Oh my, I think more people would have solar panels if they were shaped like boobies. <laughs> and imagine boobies conducting electricity. <laughs> Uh, oh, so that's yeah. why you went into solar energy. Now we know it's <laughs> yeah. for the silicone. <laughs> okay, yep. I'm so sorry. So let's bring it back. So silicone is the most abundant. Yep. And it's very popular for solar it's power. It's easily accessible and practical. Mm-hmm. We have uh, uh, some significant amount of energy out of it. But what happens is that there are some evident thermal losses as well. What does that mean? Thermal losses is that we cannot reach the maximum uh, we cannot extract the maximum amount of energy out of silicon because it is still oh. a semiconductor. It is not like a pure conductor. Oh. So what's a pure conductor? Mm-hmm. Like pure Water conductor is something. Uh, pure conductor is metal. Yeah. Some okay. copper kind of thing which, mm-hmm. has, which gives a 100% amount of energy. Mm-hmm. in the form So why not use metal for solar panels? Mm-hmm. Why use silicon? Why not use metal if it's a great conductor? So, again, all of those materials come up with their own limitations. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why metal is cannot be a solar, uh, cannot be in the solar panels. Mm-hmm. It could uh, also just be cost, right? It could be as simple as just too costly. Maybe, yeah. 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 And also, I don't think it's just that safe. Oh, really? Because when they are conducting, they are like... Oh my God! Two conducting. Two conducting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now we're just setting houses so like on fire. Heated and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, do you mind? Can you share some of the materials that you test out? Oh uh, yeah. So my expertise are in organic uh, solar materials. Oh oh. What does that mean? Oh, okay. So organic means that comprise of carbon. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking like, so vegans can <laughs> use right. these solar panels. <laughs> Yeah, but I think these solar panels can be used by anyone. (laughs) Okay, you've heard it here first on Boiling Point. Everybody can use solar panels. (laughs) Yes. Ah, Excellent. So do you make the material, do you make Uh, the carbon material yourself? No, no. So some labs make them Mm -hmm. in different forms, maybe nanoparticles or dimers or uh, something that can be used in the lab. Mm -hmm. But we order them. Okay. From yeah. some chemical company. Yeah. And then I kind of, sometimes I make films out of them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just use them in liquid form. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wow, so, in liquid form. Yeah. That is so cool. Like, A liquid solar panel. Uh, for Because these are just uh, my testing trials right. in the lab. So I can't, so, well, it is always preferable to use um, 
in uh, um, solid forms because oh, okay. that's how the panels are made. But who knows? Right. There will be some like yeah. panels one day. Well, what if it's like a lava lamp <laughs> solar panel? Wow, that well, was so cool. <laughs> these were some of my semi-rogue questions, and I'm going to jump to them now. Yeah. Like I years and years ago, the Uni of New South Wales was working on solar paint. Like spraying oh, on solar paint, yeah, and also those solar roads that were in France that I think oh. were like big melt, like meltdowns. Yeah, yeah. What, what's happened with those kind of innovative applications? Oh, I think yeah. I think they are still uh, somewhere around mm-hmm. because I attended a conference where one of the supervisors was talking about solar paints. Okay, mm-hmm. like this is going to be next approach mm-hmm. after solar panels, but uh, it's you know when it comes to the actual practical engineering stuff mm-hmm. we face lots of difficulties in, in the manufacturing process in the efficiency yeah. in the overall um cost production cost right. et cetera, et cetera. yeah but yeah. my kind of thing is how do they make it even the liquid one like uh, so panels have to have a way of con- capturing and yeah. then conducting the electricity to mm-hmm. a battery or a storage mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. Yeah. how do you with a liquid mm-hmm. that you were talking about or a paint mm-hmm. conduct it like there's got to be yeah. Uh, where, where do you put it? Yeah, I guess like how it do you go to the cloud? Yeah, there's, exactly. The cloud isn't even real. People. Just upload the energy. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's that's where electrochemistry comes. Oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> electrochemistry. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's where, the next guest. Electrochemistry. Exactly. Yeah. If there's any electrochemists, please let us know. Yeah. We'd love yeah. to have you on. <laughs> so yeah, the whole point is just to get the positive and negative charges. Oh, even so, it just transfers based yes. on charge. Yeah. <gasps> and we can transfer them to the wires. Yes, and then they, this is how they're going to conduct. Oh, yes. Can it, wait, does does this paint come in different colors, or is it like yellow <laughs> no, or black? Colors, actually, no, it's to paint houses with, right? Yeah. Oh no way! Yeah. Because sunlight, uh, these semiconductors, they absorb the sunlight in yeah. the visible region. So in the visible region, there are different colors, all the way from red to blue. Except for like white, because that would be a stupid oh, color, yes. right? Because yeah. white, white reflects. White, white has like <laughs> white itself is spectrum of seven colors. Oh, oh my God! Yes, you're <laughs> right. Because white is technically not a color. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We we need a rainbow expert on the show. <laughs> so you couldn't do black then. Even though it has absorption power, that's oh, yeah. not what you're absorbing, Yeah, right? yeah that's a good question. Heat. I don't think we can do black at the moment. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So, it will be all absorbing. Yes. Yeah. But it could be anything else in the spectrum. Uh, yes. Red, and orange, yellow, X-ray. green, blue, indigo, violet. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's also about the excitation of uh, the electrons inside the material. Uh-huh. So if the materials are all absorbing, the emission rate will be really low, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, so you don't want them to absorb too much because you want them... We want them to be excited. Yes. Just to mm-hmm. absorb it enough to excite to a certain <gasps> level. Oh, it's a fine balance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize color was so... I mean, you look at color and you're like, oh, it's color. But now you're, you're looking at color like, no, we need to excite the electrons, but they don't want to be absorbing the light. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, that is very cool. Yeah. So when you create... Uh, or oh, sorry, when you when you get your carbon materials, are you testing like how much carbon is in one versus another and test its efficiency that yes. way? Inside. So this, oh. was, this is what I do that I investigate the structural dynamics. Right. That how those electrons work in those materials in, oh. in their excited state. Oh, and how do you do that? In the lab when yeah. I excite them with lasers. 
Oh, <laughs> that is very cool. Yeah. And how does that work? Could you tell us about so, it? So, paint us a picture. We are in the lab with Akasha. <laughs> yeah. And she's got lasers. And she's got lasers. So, so lots of safety gear. Yeah. I, imagine. Yeah. I feel I'm kind of imagining Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to mention Star Wars. Yeah. Yes. yes. Amazing. Judy? Or I don't know who's that character. Judy character? Oh, Jedi. Oh, Jedi. Jedi. Yes. Yeah, Jedi. Hell yeah. I, I call Obi Wan. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we generate lasers in our lab. Oh, that so is, there is so a cool! Full flight system that um, that is actually installed by the company, but managed by us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that gives us um, some ultra fast, high powered laser, <sighs> and we use them to excite our materials. Oh my god! And then, how do you measure? Like, do you measure how much like light is absorbed versus yes. reflected? Yes, of the laser beam. Yes, so that's what spectroscopy is. Yes, like ah. it's the. It's the measurement of how much light is interacted with the matter. Right. And, uh, we get in some weird peaks and curves form, which mm-hmm. we kind of extract it later with theoretical calculations. Yeah. Can we see the laser beam? Yes. Or, okay. Yes, I just can. wasn't sure if it was like, I would. I would not advise you to because no. it's... <laughs> <laughs> Look directly at the laser. <laughs> Always wear goggles. You have yeah. to wear goggles. Of oh, my gosh. Do you, like, I don't know if you've ever like gotten laser done <laughs> like, at the salon and stuff. Do you have to wear those special goggles? Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I like it how you brought it back to beauty again. It's <laughs> now laser treatment. Listen, it's how I like to make it generally accessible. <laughs> Essentially, PV is kind of like, you know, waxing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's laser hair removal. Yeah. Come on. I know. I'm a bit older than you. That's, that's my issue. <laughs> I have a serious question. Mm-hmm. Do you work with lead? Wait, wait, they've all been serious questions. Oh, they're very serious. <laughs> Do you work with lead-free piezoelectric ceramics? Is that one of your materials? Ooh. Okay, are you trying to sound smart? Because what is that? <laughs> exactly. Is that? Yeah. No, that was off your biography. <laughs> and biogra- I want to know what that is. Well, I, don't know I mean, I, I guess it's, cer- <laughs> well, I guess a ceramic is an organic material, right? Okay, yeah, but in my... Um, no, okay. In, I, I mean, Bio-zone. yeah, it, it is a material that I know, but I don't work on that. Oh. Yeah, I work on polyacene molecules. What does that mean? So polyacene, the, uh, you know benzene? Yes. So benzene has, uh, how many sides, like... Two, three, one, two, four, five, five, six. Six, yeah. Yes. Because it's an organic compound carbon-based, right? Yes. Isn't it always yeah. six-sided? Yeah. Oh, wait. Does it have to be always six-sided if it's isn't, organic? Isn't carbon six-sided? Oh, God. Organic oh, no, it's, can. It's, it's, a, it's a rigid structure. Yeah. Oh, like, so. you can connect it. Like, yeah. did you ever play with those, like, chemistry, like, balls and stuff? Oh, yeah. Where, like, you could, like, bake... Yeah, you could, like, bake it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway. Like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so five, five benzene rings diffuse mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And they form like a chain. Yeah. And that's how I study. So five are pentacene. Oh, oh well, that makes sense. And if yeah. we just keep on increasing the, those benzene rings, they're like pentacene, hexacene or something, tetracene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. So oh. that's the main compound you work with? Yes. Main organic yes. compound? Yes. How did you get involved in that? Like, why did you go down the benzene path instead <laughs> of, I don't know, any other innumerable yeah, options? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... I joined this group. They have like I did a couple of um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's actually a good question. Why did I get into Why this? Why am I here? Yeah. How am I here? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Where am I? <laughs> so I was initially got interested into this um, uh, this particular material because we found out that it undergoes. Again, I'm going to go into deep science. Yeah. That it undergoes a process which is called signet fission. So in that process, what happens is that the spin-off electron is uh, flipped, 
Mm-hmm. So instead of a paired electron, mm-hmm. we get two unpaired electrons, ah. which kind of doubles the efficiency. So yeah. it's like a price of, it's like buy one, get two free. Oh, nice. Because if they're unpaired, they can get more excited? Is yes, that, yes, okay. yes. Whereas if they're bonded, then they don't, nah, they don't yeah. vibrate as well. Wait, I didn't know electrons <laughs> bond to each other. I didn't know electrons bond to each other. So it's like when they are uh, in their orbitals. Yeah. So it's there is some poly exclusion principle that they are supposed to be, uh, they, their spin should be uh, opposite to each other. Oh, yes. You're, because they're two electrons, so two negatives are trying yeah. to get away from each other That's all the right. time. <laughs> so the spin should be positive half or negative half. Ah. But in this process, the spin kind of becomes... Negative, negative. Oh, <laughs> because one is in the ground state and the other in the excited state. It's sort of a spin allowed process that the you know per, uh, one's half spin electrons kind of come together. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, and that's where they have the potential to be harvested. Yeah, this is so cool. I know it's fascinating, and it's yeah. like right on the edge of my ability to visualize. <laughs> I know. No, me I'm too. Like, oh, oh, I'm actually just like ring. exactly. That's Where exactly what I'm doing right now. Pretty sure you and I have like one image. Oh, it's it's boobies, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> okay. So, what does this um, benzene-based compound look like as a panel? If it's not silica, like all I can imagine is mm-hmm. a silica panel boobies on a roof. Yeah, we get it. Wow. <laughs> it's not just me. I'm wobbling glad. solar panels on a roof. <laughs> um, <laughs> And now when you say benzene, all I think is like a hydrocarbon on a roof. I mean, ah. I know it's not, but that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's well, the extent of my knowledge. Apparently it looks uh, blue in color. Blue. Oh. oh, cool roofs. Blue roofs. Blue yeah. Roofs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately it's a very expensive material for now. Mm. I don't know commercially how they will put out the price, mm-hmm. but we buy it expensive. But we know that it's quite efficient, more efficient than um, silicon. Ah. So what we are trying to do is that maybe... Uh, one day, uh, the industry will use this material as layers. Okay, mm. within the silicon. Within the silicon, yeah. Okay. Oh, so then cost versus efficiency, right? Yeah. So we, what we are doing is we are trying to transfer that electron into the silicon mm-hmm. layer, but uh, it's again very challenging. One of the group tried to do it, but mm-hmm. they couldn't reproduce the results, unfortunately. So. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you, you're trying to tell electrons to behave in one way, and they're like, yeah, I'm yeah. having it. Not think, <laughs> they're very not moody. <laughs> exactly. They're very negative. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right, that jokes. That was good. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so we are going to take a really quick little break. Um, the song that we have is very on theme. It's Solar Power by Glass Animals. Enjoy. We'll see you soon. I hate the winter, can't stand the cold I tend to cancel all the plans But when the heat comes, something takes a hold Can I kick it? Yeah, I can My cheeks in high color, overripe peaches No short shoes, only my features My boy behind me, he's taking pictures Lead the boys and girls onto the beaches Come on, come on, I'll tell you my secret I'm kind of like a pretty old Jesus
Thank you for joining us with Boiling Point. That was Solar Power by Glass Animals. We are in the studio with Akasha Kaleen today, who is a UNSW PhD student who studies solar power, energy, and engineering. Now, we know engineering. Well, I guess, you know, the typical stereotype is that engineering is a very male-dominated field, right? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Like, how did you, first of all, Mm -hmm. how did it not scare you off into going into engineering? Because not going to lie does that to me that's why I went to biology I was like there's a lot more women there <laughs> I feel more welcome I think that's very brave uh yeah I mean I was never that strong oh, I would say no. and don't it did, say that I it think... did scare me off at yeah. the beginning I faced quite a lot of challenges yeah when I saw all the of the guys being so technical in the lab and mm-hmm. I was like Hey, what the hell do you do? I didn't. I chose electrical engineering, and I didn't even know how to solder wires, which yeah. is like the connecting wires. And they do it like and since they they're do born, like a right? Pro. Oh yeah, my exactly. god! So that yeah. was super challenging, mm-hmm. and it did last for, I think, my for like f- entire undergrad degree. But oh. afterwards, I kind of got used to it. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> you like, learned, right? Yeah. And you got just as good as them. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't say that I was always uh, very strong and the brightest student of all mm-hmm. it took me some time to you know uh, learn learn and yeah. all these things but yeah um but i always you know i had interest in in science i always wanted you know the spark and the curiosity that it creates yeah. even if you know the 10 percent of the concept uh, you kind of you know want to know more and more of it, and I think that's the whole point of doing STEM degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't ask more from us. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Do you find a lot of colleagues in your field now, like a lot of female colleagues or oh, or yeah. people to admire, mentors? Uh, yes, yes. Now I'm I'm glad that things are changing. So mm-hmm. uh, we do see many women figure around who are literally excelling in this field and we kind of take inspiration from them uh but previously it was not uh especially not in my case as i was i think i was the only girl in the class at the beginning and then i got one more girl um along in the journey and that was just the two of us yeah and that was it <laughs> oh my so goodness. i always found it hard to make female friends yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest challenge yeah. in this yeah. field yeah was that um so you were uh, oh my gosh i'm really sorry sean i totally cut you off right. that's why i want to ask my question first <laughs> um you were also a women uh, in science champion oh, right yeah. in 2019 yes. we're actually in the we same were, cohort yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um was that one of the reasons why you joined the, exactly. the program to it, kind of gain some female colleagues that's that's so true because even now I'm the only girl in the group. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but my colleagues are super, super cooperative and friendly. Yeah. So they just uh, we are like I think getting along well. But I always wanted to make you know female friends. I always yeah. like females around me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different friendship, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. What I wanted to know is, do you think that you 
offer something different to the lab because you're a female? Ooh, great question. Is it? I don't know. Some people might be offended, but no. I feel like women think a bit differently. I think so. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, sorry, uh, can you repeat your question? Yeah, because you're female, mm-hmm. do you think that you offer a different perspective than the guys generally? Do you sometimes go, oh, I can't believe they didn't think of this or you mm-hmm. think of it in a different way? Mm, no, maybe I never thought about yeah. it. So. Yeah. I mean, maybe you you don't see it, right? Like yeah. when it does happen. Yeah. Um, do you ever find it, it almost intimidating maybe sometimes working with so oh. many male colleagues? Like, do you oh. find, because I personally oh, yeah, yeah. find it hard to speak of course, up. Of right? all the time, all the yeah. time. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, it's so. This is where I would advise that always surround yourself with the people who support and help you grow. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. not waste your energy in these sort of people who would, you know, kind of try to explain to you their concepts instead of hearing your ideas. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say that I've been very lucky that I've found a supportive group in at UNSW. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, I do agree that many women face this problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, what's the future plan for you, Akash? What would you like to do? Because uh, you're finishing up your PhD or in the Ooh, last that's year. That's a very hard question. What you, I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm also no. in the last year of my PhD, and I hate that question. So I'm sorry. Being a hypocrite. I don't know. <laughs> Wherever future will take me. Yeah. yeah. But I do want to do uh, postdoc because yeah. I love doing research. Excellent. And, yeah. I and feel like still it's sticking with like solar energy oh, yes, stuff. Yes. So it's like a defined path for me. Are you able to, because you're international, are you able to stay at Uni of New South Wales or in Australia because you have this amazing skill set now or do you actually have to leave the country? Because this is an issue for us in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. These amazing skilled individuals mm-hmm. then leaving. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So I think it totally depends on jobs, available mm-hmm. jobs. So if UNSW or any other university is not... Uh, you know, advertising enough jobs, and obviously I would have to look options. But visa-wise, you could stay. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Australia is really, really cool. They yes. have a special graduate visa. So mm-hmm. if you did your PhD in Australia, they mm-hmm. give you a a visa for four years oh. without having a job yet, but yeah. to give you the opportunity to look for and stay in Australia yeah. and look for a job. Well, that's a good incentive. Oh, mm, yeah, that's great. totally. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm getting the PhD. No. <laughs> <laughs> Four years for four years, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. There's something wrong with that math. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and where can we find you? What's your social media, Kasha? Uh, yeah, so find me with uh, Kalima Kasha. Mm-hmm. And and we will have um, all of your links on our uh, mm-hmm. WordPress page, mm-hmm. right? So um, yeah. And your Twitter and stuff yes. all yeah. on there. Yeah. It's amazing. Akasha, thank yeah. you so much for joining us thank today. We really so appreciate it. We also want to mention that Akasha was one of the people who filled out our Google form mm-hmm. with her uh, interest of being on Boiling Point, which you can do the same. Um, the link is in every one of our WordPress um, uh, blog posts. Uh, so thank you very much for listening to Boiling Point. Thank you so much, Akasha, thank for being you, here today. Thank you, thank you, Sean. You've no been worries. amazing. Um, and to send you off today we are again on theme with the song called solar energy by enum or einum i'm not sure i have no idea i just found it on spotify today and i was like i think this is great and it's really on theme so it's fantastic thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week bye